From the Newstalk ZB Newsroom, this is News Fix. Good afternoon, I'm Raylene Ramsey. This is your afternoon News Fix for Thursday the 10th of February. In this update, anti-COVID mandate protesters and police are still face-to-face outside Parliament. The standoff has been going since just after 8 this morning. Jack Crossland is there. A bright neon yellow line now surrounds Parliament's front lawns. Police officers inching closer and closer in. The shouting and cursing has mostly come to a stop as everyone holds their breath, waiting for what their next move will be. Police officers are on rotations, exhausted from the heat and the pushing. It seems like the standoff could be over in a moment or last well into the night. Our political editors reported seeing a policeman recovering inside Parliament after being sprayed with a substance. Protesters are being dragged off to waiting police paddy wagons as big as buses, with more than 50 arrested at last count. Deputy Prime Minister Grant Robertson says the police are doing well. They're doing a very difficult job out there. No one would like this to be happening and what they're doing is not only keeping uh, us safe here in the building but also allowing Wellingtonians to go about their business. And protesters' cars, trucks and camper vans are parked along nearby streets, creating a gridlock. Retail NZ Chief Executive Greg Harford says it's harming nearby businesses and needs to be stopped. It's causing significant drops in foot traffic, significant drops in sales, and that's on top of what we've already experienced because of the move to traffic light red settings. A senior national MPs clarified his party's position on the protests after a Facebook post from West Coast MP Maureen Pugh. The quickly deleted post thanked the convoy protesters. Chris Bishop says he saw the post, but it's not his party's view. We don't support the protesters. The leader and I made that very clear. These guys are fundamentally anti-vaccination, and we're the the pro-vaccination or a pro-vaccination party. The Southern DHB has recorded its first community COVID case in this outbreak in Queenstown to be added to tomorrow's figures. Queenstown Airport, a flight to Auckland, and the Skyline Gondola are locations of interest. And the country has a record 306 daily COVID-19 cases today, more than 200 of them in Auckland. Westport residents are being told to evacuate for the second time in less than a week. Bola District is in a state of emergency, with heavy rain and a high tide this afternoon expected to flood low-lying parts of Westport tonight. Houses edging Bola River on Roebuck Street are already wet. Mayor Jamie Klein says he knows leaving home can be distressing, especially for those who went through this ordeal last week. Evacuation centres are open and available to receive people at the South School Hall and Sergeant's Hill Hall. There will be other evacuation centres notified uh, later as they open if required. And the popular Hefe West Coast walking track looks to be out of action for several months. It was severely damaged in parts by last week's torrential rain. To sport headlines and all members of the Blues have tested negative for COVID-19 in the Super Rugby Queenstown bubble after a round of testing following a teammate being identified as a close contact. All Blacks Scott Barrett, Braden Enor, George Bridge and Joe Moody will get their first taste of rugby for the year in the Crusaders' final pre-season outing against the Hurricanes in Arrowtown on Saturday. And the New Zealand Ironman set to be held on March 5 has been moved to December 10 due to the country being in red and the developing Omicron outbreak. I'm Raylene Ramsey. That's your latest news fix. We'll be back with the next update tomorrow morning from the News Talk ZB newsroom. For more news, listen to News Talk ZB live on iHeartRadio.